Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me. We're going to continue our beginning of looking at what happens in 1 Thessalonians and in 2 Thessalonians. But to do that, we're looking at the history of how the church in Thessalonica was established. How did the gospel come to it? So let's go back to Acts, the 17th chapter, which we looked a little bit in the last episode, chapter 17, chapter 16. So Acts chapter 17, verse 1 starts off like this. Now, when they had traveled through Amphibolus and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a synagogue of the Jews. And according to Paul's custom, he went to them, and for three Sabbaths he reasoned with them from the Scriptures. So Paul reasoned with them from the Scriptures uh, for three Sabbaths. Now, what did he reason with them about? Well, the next verse tells us. It says this, explaining and giving evidence that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead, and saying, This Jesus whom I proclaim to you is the Christ. Now, as I said uh, from the beginning of just, you know, this time of examination of First and Second Thessalonians, we're going to see so many truths that I think that apply to us as the body of Christ today. And quite often truths that uh, we may know about and we'll, we'll agree to, but we really don't pay attention to and we really don't apply. And this right here is one of the major ones with me. Paul is in the synagogue of the Jews. He's reasoning from the scriptures. Well, what are the scriptures? At this point in time in his life, this is the Old Testament. It's not the New Testament. Okay? It's the Old Testament. So he's reasoning with them. And how is he he's reasoning? He's explaining to them, and he's given evidence that the Christ, the Messiah, the one that was coming, that he had to suffer, and he had to rise again from the dead. That is how he's explaining what happened to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's all about the resurrection, folks. Okay, It's about the resurrection. And that's what Paul does. And he explains that from the Old Testament. So that always begs the question, can you explain and give evidence of what Jesus did from the Old Testament? Now, we explain and give evidence based upon the New Testament, and that's fine and that's wonderful. We do it based upon what he's done and from that word. But can we do that? We could probably point to a couple of Psalms that talk about some things like that. Uh, Psalm 22, for instance. Uh, definitely probably can point to Isaiah 53, okay? the great passage that talks about the suffering servant. But that's what Paul did. He explained to them and he gave evidence. And then he said, so the one I'm talking to you about, the one that I'm proclaiming to you, Jesus, he is the Christ. Well, how could Paul say that Jesus is the Christ and not some other person? He's the only one that has risen from the dead. <laughs> so often we forget that foundational thing that we so readily acquiesce to and agree to. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. He was raised from the dead. And, and Paul will say, hey, I saw him. Now, Paul saw him years later. Okay, Saw him years later. So what was the reaction of the people? Let me get back to the verse 2 where you get a flow on this whole thing. So I've sort of fragmented it. So according to Paul's custom, he went to them, to the synagogue of the Jews, and for three Sabbaths, he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and giving evidence that the Christ had to suffer and rise again from the dead. And he said this, 
This Jesus whom I have and proclaiming to you is the Christ. So what was the response of the people? Watch this, verse 4. And some of them were persuaded. Who's to them? Some of the synagogue of the Jews. Some of the Jews were persuaded. And they joined Paul and Silas. So they joined them by faith. They believed what they said. Now watch this. Along with a large number of the God-fearing Greeks and a number of of the leading women. That's that's a handful of information right there. Because we're seeing that some of the synagogue of the Jews believe. Now, the synagogue of the Jews, I just thought about this. I wonder if this is what this means. Uh, We do know that to have a synagogue in a city, you had to have at least 10 practicing Jewish men. It was built around the men. The men were the ones that had the access to that. You had the court of the women, the court of the Gentiles, and things like that. So he says that some of the men, of the Jewish men, were persuaded, along with a large number of the God-fearing Greeks. The God-fearing Greeks were the ones that would come, and they would quite often listen behind a lattice wall, like behind a lattice screen, would listen to what's being said. They were God-fearing Greeks. They were Greeks. They were Gentiles. But they believed in Yahweh, in God, but they weren't Jews. So they couldn't practice the way the Jews did, but they were God-fearing a large number of them believe. So you have some of the Jews believing, a large number of the God-fearing Greeks, and a number of the leading women. Was that the leading women of the Jews or the leading women of the Greeks and or both? You know, uh, I don't really know. Okay? But a number of the leading women. Well, why would God say something about that? Well, if you've ever been part of a, a religious organization, you will know that it's quite often the women who do lead. Okay. They quite often do uh, lead forth in the faith. So he's saying that people believe. When they believe, that's the church being established right there, folks. Okay, That is the church started. That is who Paul is writing to in 1 Thessalonians. Remember uh, in the last episode, we read that first verse right there. He was writing them and speaking peace over them. This is how it started. Paul explained to them. He reasoned with them, gave evidence from the scripture how Christ had to suffer how he had to raise from the dead is that Jesus Christ suffered. Jesus was raised from the dead, so therefore he is the Christ. And you think, well, this is great and it's wonderful. There's no problem. <laughs> you want to bet? Quickly, verse 5. The first word, but. There we go. But the Jews became jealous and taken along some wicked men from the marketplace, formed a mob, and set the city in an uproar and attacking the house adjacent. They were seeking to bring them out to the people. So apparently Paul and his entourage were staying with Jason. <coughs> and the Jews were jealous. This would have been the religious Jews. This would have been the religionists, as I call them. They were tremendously jealous. Why? Because some people believed. A large number of the, uh, the Gentiles believed. The leading women were believing. They're jealous. You notice that they didn't try to debate. They didn't try to explain. They didn't try to come along and say, well, let's see what the truth is about this. No, they're just flat out jealous. But they were also wimpy. They were jealous, and they took wicked men from the marketplace. They hired wicked men. They hired wicked mercenaries to form a mob and to set the city in the uproar. Let me tell you, the same thing happens today. The same thing happens within the political realm. The same thing happens with organizational religious things. They hire wicked men from the marketplace who are willing to sell themselves for this purpose. They form the mob and they set the city up for it. They attacked the house at Jason, and they were looking to bring them out. 
to deal with him. You see, from the very beginning, when the word is proclaimed, when people believe and people's hearts are transformed, that the enemy is going to bring forth the strategy, he's going to seek to undermine that and seek to destroy it, and there will be problems arising. You know, why is it that sometimes we think, well, if you're doing the work of the kingdom, you won't have any problems? No, the harsh reality is this. If you're really doing the true work of the kingdom, there will be problems. There will be things that come along. But we know whose we are, and we know in whom we can trust. Well, my time's up. We'll continue on with this. Again, I'm Dale, and I'll see you next time.